Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. G'day and welcome to this edition of Talking Wyndham, the podcast brought to you, of course, by the Committee for Wyndham and the Wyndham City Council. And we thank the Economic Growth Unit for sponsoring uh, this week's edition, where you're going to meet another winner from the uh, Wyndham Business Awards for 2019. This time around, it is the 2019 Wyndham Young Business Person of the Year. And she's only 21. Her name is uh, Kate Matheson. She runs Cake Creations by Kate. We're going to find out all about it in uh, just a couple of seconds' time. So we hope you'll enjoy Kate story because it is an absolute beauty uh, one that uh, one that you'll be very easy to to relate to uh, when we meet Kate uh, very shortly now, I want to tell you a little bit about the uh, the Wyndham Council's economic growth unit as I mentioned before it's a small and dedicated team they're very passionate about what they do they're very passionate about uh, what they do and about what you do and what you want to do and how they can help you uh, make that happen in your business whether it's a startup business an established business uh, you've been around for a little while and uh, you need some help with some things uh, that's what they're there for, and they're only too happy to help you out as much as they possibly can. Business at wyndham.vic.gov.au. That's the that's where to start in your communication with them, and they're very good at that too, at communicating. Uh, simply send them an email. Any questions, any parameters of uh, the areas that they look after, they can help you and uh, uh, you know make sure there's no grey areas so you know exactly what you're dealing with. Business at wyndham.vic.gov.au. They run the business awards, of course. They can give you all the details of that. Uh, the Winnovation Festival recently took a delegation to uh, to China. So very busy in our local uh, business space. So make sure you uh, send them an email if you've got any questions whatsoever. Business at wyndham.vic.gov.au. But now, uh, really excited to meet the, uh, the Young Business Person of the Year. Let's get stuck into it. On the Talking Wyndham podcast, time to talk to the 2019 Wyndham Young Business Person of the Year, and it is Kate Matheson. Hello, Kate. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Your Cake Creations by Kate is your business. So I guess, firstly, tell us uh, a little about the business. So I started my business when I was 18, and I found my passion through baking with my grandma from a very young age. I never really realized I could turn it into a full-time job and a business that it is now, but I started baking after I finished year 12 from home and selling my goods online through social media platforms. Right. And now I'm selling in a school full-time in Point Cook and have 16 staff that help me with this journey as well. So your grandma was the uh, was kind of the person who got you in the kitchen and got you sort of experimenting and, and doing bits and pieces. Is that how how originally started and just as a kind of bonding thing with your grandma? Yeah, so every school holidays I'd spend with her um, for the two weeks I'd stay with my grandparents. And they were very good cooks and um, amazing bakers, not as a business, but just as a bit of fun and a hobby. Um, so, yeah, I quickly learned a lot of skills through her. And at the time, I never realized that would be what I would wanted to pursue once I finished school. But I quickly found the love for it. And I was used like YouTube and online resources to keep researching. And then I really realized this is something that I'd love to do. It's all very well to love doing something, but actually being good at it is a, is a totally totally different skill, <laughs> to be honest. It is, definitely. You know, I mean, I, I love singing, but I can't sing. Uh, you love baking. When did uh, when did it kind of go from, okay, this is this is fun and I'm enjoying this, but actually, I'm, I'm actually really good at it? Yeah, I think when I was about 17 in my last year of school, 
I was really into food technology and I put all my time and energy into that subject. Um, and we had to do a project where we had to choose one cake to design and create um, in two hours. And I made my first ever fondant cake and I made like a 3D elephant on top. And my teacher said before, when we were in the planning stage, are you sure you're going to pull that off? Like that's a very experienced level of decorating. We'll just start with something basic for school. But I did a lot of research and I, I finished in the two hours with this amazing looking cake. And it's pretty incredible even looking back now. It's something that I'd still be proud to sell in my store. So I kind of realized I do have a talent for this and I can be creative. And there comes the next part of the equation where, okay, you love doing it, you're good at doing it, but then comes the kind of marketing and the getting it out there and, and, and that whole part of it. Was that uh, was that a really challenging thing for you to, 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 to take that step? I think in the early stages it wasn't challenging at all because I was doing it as a hobby while I was studying as a pastry chef. So as I was registered and had very small expenses. So it wasn't like I had to market it and be successful because I was only 18. So... I didn't need huge money coming in to support myself. So at the start, it was kind of like a natural progression and I never realized that it was going to be a full-blown business when I was starting off. It was actually really great because I could start off still be passionate about it, still learn and slowly gauge my customers. And then as people were buying, then they were recommending to friends. So it kind of happened naturally over a year or two just working from home um, and I didn't have to spend any big money on marketing or anything like that. Yeah. So when did it go from being an online kind of uh, hobby farm to becoming a shop in Point Cook? Progressively, um, while I was 18, it just got busier and busier. And then I made this decision that I would do a pop-up shop one day in the shopping centre in Craigieburn Central, which is on the other side of Melbourne for a month. And I just got my licence, so I was eager to go and I went shopping and bought all tables and um, cabinets and all these things to make it work. And I told mum that I was setting off to Craigieburn um, a few days later and she nearly had a heart attack because <laughs> you just got your license. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, but I decided to head off um, over there and I made a few hundred cupcakes. I think it was about 300 cupcakes. And I sold out within an hour on the Thursday morning in Craigieburn. And it kind of gave me that drive. And I was like, wow, there's really a whole different market out there. Um, where you can be in shopping centres in front of your target audience and sell them your products. And soon enough, people were requesting us to go back with more stock. And every time, week on week, I started going to these things once a week in shopping centres and I was doubling my stock every time. And I was really at max capacity in a tiny kitchen and I was selling out each and every time. So I quickly realised there really is a market for my products and I need to... I need more resources for one because I didn't. I, I was working 15 hours just to bake, uh. you know, a thousand mini cupcakes in my mum's kitchen on my own. So it was a bit crazy. So what uh, what makes your cupcakes different? I walk into a supermarket and I see cupcakes everywhere. I walk into a, a uh, you know a, a, a bread kitchen and and there's cupcakes everywhere. What what is it? What is it apart from obviously the love that you have and the passion you have that's in your baking? What what sets yours apart? I think because we specialise just in these cupcakes and cakes and everything specialty like that, we can really put all our development and knowledge into this product. So when you go into a supermarket, the last thing probably on their agenda is going to be designing and making fresh cupcakes every day in multiple flavours. But because this is the only thing that we do, we want to make sure we are the best at it. So every day we bake fresh daily. We have 12 flavours a day um, with extra limited edition flavours as well to keep it interesting. 
Um, I think just the quality ingredients um, is a main thing and baking daily. And because that's the only thing we have to care about, it really sets us apart because you're not just getting something that's been sitting on a shelf for a month yep. packed with preservatives, you know what I mean? You're getting something fresh. And a lot of our customers always say our customer service is incredible, which I pride myself on um, having quick response rates, which is really important, I think, these days on social media and being able to customize all everyone's cake, cake needs on our website as well, which is definitely something that sets us apart from every other cake store online. You mentioned uh, you were studying when you were doing the pop-up shop at Craigieburn and stuff. Did you, did you finish what you were studying? I actually didn't finish. I got five months in and I was on my way to my exam and I was running for the train because I was running late and I tripped over and tore all the ligaments in my ankle. So it set me back a little bit and I had to have six months off um, to recover. And the next semester wasn't starting for another nine months. So it really kind of put a stepping stone for me to either sit at home and wait around or gave me that motivation like, if you really want something, this is my chance to go get it. And in that time, it only took me about two months to recover. So in the other six months that I was waiting for the next semester, I really built the business up to be successful and it was too successful to go back to study at that point. So when you're setting the business up uh, and you're the young business person of the year, uh, what what sort of help did you get and who did you who did you seek help from to try and set your business up so as, uh, you know, you were going to have a money-making concern? Yeah, I self-funded the whole thing, so I'm very proud of that to this day. Um, from when I started at 18 um, to now being 21, I've never um, had a loan or borrowed any money to make it happen. So I literally would go out, make my money at these pop-up stores and put every cent into the next big oven or the next commercial mixer wow. or the next next thing that I had my eye on. And then in the grand prize really was building my own store and self-funded the whole thing. Um, and my mum was very supportive and she, um, let me use her house in the beginning. I was only 18, so I was still living with mum. Um, so she let me use her house and I just paid all the electricity bills and all that sort of thing. But, um, she was definitely a big help in the beginning because without having her kitchen, I really would have been stuck. But yeah, I really did it all on my own and um, that's something that I'm super proud of because it was very, very hard work saving every dollar and putting it all back into the business to keep growing. That's a, that, that is an amazing story. Um, what uh, I mean, in terms of, were you, were you daunted by the, uh, by the accountancy side of the business or was it kind of almost everything was as simple as everything that comes in goes back into the business, we don't have to worry about anything else? Oh, no, it definitely was a calculated plan. My brother is actually an accountant, so I had very good advice and lucky to have incredible family that have had business experience in the past. So I had a lot of advice and I definitely was calculated with every move I made. I never really took a risk without knowing what I was in for. And that was all thanks to my brothers and my parents who had like heaps of experience behind them being able to guide me through that. Um, and then soon after I was doing all my pop-up stores, I hired my brother part-time to do all the payroll and all the bookkeeping. Right. So that really took that that stress off me. We're, uh, we all have self-doubts about different uh, bits and pieces in our life. Were there, were there ever any moments in that kind of three-year period where you sort of thought, oh, hang on, maybe not? Yeah, I think definitely um, there was a lot of self-doubt. And I think that comes naturally and something that you can't just block. Um, I really tried to use every bit of positive energy that I could to to really 
back myself. Um, but there was those days where you go, oh, I, I hope someone turns up. I hope uh-huh. we don't open and no one comes. But I think it was very calculated. So in the end, there was really nothing to worry about because we knew we had the following and we knew we had those customers that were longing for us to open permanently. So in the end, it was nothing to worry about. But I think it's something that everyone does go through. So what about those poor people in Craigieburn now that you've got a shop in Point Cook? Are you still looking after them? I know. We try to get there as much as we can for pop-up stores. Um, even though my baby in Point Cook is my priority with my full-time store, I do try to do pop-ups for the main days of the year, like Christmas and Valentine's Day. Um, but we do offer a Melbourne-wide delivery service, so a lot of our regulars still get in at their orders for their special occasions to get them delivered. So how uh, how much has the business grown? Where What are we talking about in terms of this three-year period? Uh, you've gone from a little pop-up shop in uh, in Craigieburn to, to what, are you, what are you doing these days? So you mentioned how many times you're baking. You're baking, obviously, every day, but what sort yeah, of volume? So our kitchen, yeah, our kitchen runs about 20 hours a day. Um, so we have multiple shifts of bakers, a team of 16 currently um, in our Plinkle store. Wow. We, we started um, like our very first market selling 300 cupcakes and now per, per week we're up to 80,000 units a week coming out of our Plinkle kitchen. Hang on, you've gone from 800 to 80,000? Yep, even our first market was only 300 units and now we're up to 80,000 units a week um, depending on... Our orders, we do a lot of big corporate customers. So, yeah, sometimes one order, will, like one corporate company will just order 15,000 units just for one order. So we're talking, uh, it's not just cupcakes, is it? There's a couple of other things in the range as so well. So we do, yeah, um, cupcakes, macarons and biscuits. And then we do custom cakes, so that's a separate category. So um, usually cupcakes between 50,000 and 60,000 a week, depending. Um, and then biscuits can be anywhere from 1,000 to 10,000. It just totally depends on our schedule. It changes week in, week out. And you mentioned you got twelve. I'm going to get. I'm going to start talking through my stomach now. You mentioned there's twelve. <laughs> you, you mentioned there's twelve flavors. What are those yeah. twelve flavors? Without putting you on the spot. That's okay. I know them off the back, <laughs> back of my head. So we've got vanilla rainbow cookies and cream, salted caramel, jam donut, lemon, triple chocolate, Mars bar, Snickers, Nutella, Kinder Surprise. And then we also have a limited edition flavour, which is um, changes every week. So it it comes from Monday to Sunday um, every week and it gets rotated through just to keep it interesting. So that's all our staff recommendations or our customers' recommendations. We turn it into goodies. And then we've got white chocolate raspberry as well. Wow. You had me at vanilla, but don't worry about it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, What's the most popular? Definitely the vanilla rainbow one. The kids love that one. You should see how cute they are. Their faces light up as soon as they see all the... Rainbow icing and the sprinkles. I'm drooling now. Sorry, that's why I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> talking. I'm just drooling. What um, is there? Is there no go zones? Is there something that someone's asked you for and you went, nah, look, I don't think we'll do that? Yeah, I think there's a lot of things. I'm I'm definitely one of those that always sticks by my mantra and if, if it's something that you're not good at, um, don't do it. So I always stick to what I am good at and there's lots of different desserts that we get asked for, like donuts and tiramisu and all those kind of things. Yeah. Um, but we just try to stay in our lane and stick to what we're good at, and I think that's what sets us apart. Kate, what have you learned about yourself in this process? I mean, you're you're only 21 now. You've got you so much, uh, you know, and you've you've grown this business unbelievably in production wise. What have you learned about yourself in that process? I've learned a lot. I think I've learned how resilient one can be. Um, I never really realised I had a lot of these characteristics, and I did. I don't think I even had these before being a business owner. 
Yeah. But I think that you just face so many challenges being a business owner and you just have to think on the spot. So I think I've just learned to be strong, learned to be able to battle for something that I love and learn to overcome challenges. And I think that's been a really amazing thing that you do naturally learn being a business owner. Um, and you quickly learn how to deal with things. And I think I never was able to do that beforehand. Obviously, I was only young, um, but it's an incre- been an incredible journey. You're giving young people a good name. We can't have that. You're ticking all the boxes here. Um, has it has it at any time overwhelmed you and you've had to kind of just sit down and go, hang on a minute, I need to take five seconds here? Or do you do that on a regular basis so as you can clear your head and, and uh, you know, refocus on, on, on what you want to do and, and go back to those original things that got you into this? Yeah, I feel like the last two and a half years um, have been a really – busy period in my life and I felt like I was a little mouse on a running wheel and I was unable to get off because everything was moving so quickly and all these amazing and incredible opportunities were coming my way and I never wanted to be ungrateful for that and I have always been told you know um, make hay while the sun shines so don't stop now while you've got an opportunity of a lifetime to set yourself up for the future so I really wasn't looking after myself in that process because I was really trying to be the best person I could for my business. And in the in the mix of that, I didn't realize that I wasn't being the best person for my business because I was really burnt out and I was really stretched. And within that, I couldn't I couldn't give my all. So recently, I really started to hone in on that and take some time for myself, okay. even if it's just half an hour in the morning. I started going to the gym again and started walking my dog every day religiously making sure I'm actually taking time to refresh and clear my mind to make sure I'm the best I can be. Also the enjoyment factor. Have you still got the enjoyment factor in, in, in all the things that you do? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's kind of on a different level because I know things have to be done and there is time restraints on everything we do because it is made fresh. But when I do get to get in the kitchen once all the orders are done, that, that feeling of being able to play with icing and create something <laughs> from nothing is the best. And still, that kind of must take you back sometimes to, to being in, in the kitchen back, you know, when you're a little tacker with your grandma, Joan. It was. I was actually just talking about it the other day with my staff. I found some little moulds that you make some frangipani flowers with, and I haven't seen them in probably six or seven years. And they're actually a very expensive mould in the cake decorating industry, but my mum actually bought them for me about 10 years ago. And... I took them to my grandma's on the school holidays and was teaching her how to make sugar flowers. Huh. And I found them the other day as I was cleaning up um, all my stuff and reorganizing. And it really took me back to that moment and something, you know, I'll hold forever in my heart now that she's passed. But huh. something that, you know, you can't take those memories away when you have those. Yeah, and there must be little moments when that kind of flashes into your head when you're in the kitchen. Kate Creations it by does. Kate is it's your brand. So what do you look for in the people that work for you? What what uh, sort of traits are you looking for in those people? Definitely energy. I think the most important thing is being energetic, happy, and obviously loyal to the brand. But we have no problems with our staff. They love their jobs. Um, we have amazing staff that always come to work with a smile on their face. Um, how can you not when you're selling cupcakes? But <laughs> they are always they are always really kind, generous, understanding of other people, and just most of all reliable. I think all our staff really do everything they can to under they understand my vision, and I think that's like why they do everything they can to make it successful because they know the person behind it is really trying to give it her all to give it a crack. So I think they 
really embody what I'm all about. Which is obviously something you've communicated to them, which is uh, another one of the the parts of being a very good business person and being a a very good person is uh, the ability to communicate with other people and let them know exactly what's going on. Yeah, I feel like we're definitely all on the same page. We, we, I'm always um, around, so we always have chats to make sure everyone's on the same page. And then we also send like group text messages, updating everyone on everything, even personal achievements, like awards and things so it just kind of keeps the energy really high and getting them looking forward to the next thing for the business uh the young business person of the year from the Wyndham business awards obviously a very good personal accolade but it obviously is about the people that work around you as well 100 percent. like i couldn't definitely not do what i have achieved without the people around me because i know in this industry um in retail and in baking you really can't run a store on your own so without these people understanding my mission and executing that, I never would be able to achieve this. Yeah. What uh, what advice would you give or words would you have for people who are looking at starting up their own business in the in the city of Wyndham area? What uh, is there something that you went, oh, if I had a chance I'd do that again, that you'd now pass on to someone who was starting up? I don't think there's anything I'd change, but I think my advice would be find something you're passionate about. I meet so many business owners that just want to start something, but they're not sure. But if you find something you're passionate about, you can see that through your product. You can see the quality through things. So if you, first off, um, even if you have to volunteer, just try so many industries until you find something that you love. Once you find something you love, then you can really look at the industry as a whole and say, what's the consumer missing in this situation? What can I do to make it better? What can I do to be different? And that's when the customers will come into play and naturally be drawn to your product because you're doing something different than everyone else. Yeah, and it becomes an extension of you, not a job. Yeah, I think you definitely need to start with that because it's really hard to create a business and start in an industry that you don't know much about. So if you naturally have that experience behind you because you're passionate about it and you've already done all your research, then you're really going to go a long way. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the uh, on the award, the 2019 Wyndham Young Business Person of the Year. Well done. Uh, enjoy that and uh, and uh, keep up the good work. Obviously, uh, Kate Creations by Kate is uh, is going places at uh, eighty thousand uh, a week. Uh, I'm not surprised. Good on you, Kate. Well done. Thank you. Have a great day. My thanks to Kate Matheson from Kate Creations by Kate, of course, with her uh, store in Point Cook and pop-up stores all over the place. Uh, Kate's a terrific uh, person and uh, obviously a very deserving winner of the Wyndham Young Business Person of the Year for 2019. Now, if you want to find out more about the awards, you can do that very easily by contacting the uh, Economic Growth Unit at business at wyndham.vic.gov.au. Uh, you put a lot of work into your business, so give yourself a pat on the back. Enter the awards and you never know. Uh, it's certainly, uh, as, uh, as has been pointed out a couple of times uh, by Anthony Pate uh, last week in the, in the podcast last week and by uh, Kate in this podcast, it's a great little networking op- op- uh, opportunity too. Chance for you to get and talk to some successful people. People are in the same space as you uh, over a coffee or you know an application f- uh, form filling out a session, whatever it is, a chance for you to uh, catch up with some people around the local business and and share some ideas and some experiences with them. So shoot an email to the uh, Economic Growth Unit if you've got any questions about anything to do with the running a business, uh, big, small, whatever it is, uh, in the city of Wyndham. Business at wyndham.vic.gov.au. Hope you enjoyed Kate Matheson. I certainly did. It was a terrific chat and we'll talk to you again soon on Talking Wyndham. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham 
All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.